Genesis chapter 16. God brought his word to us yesterday. Uh, we began a new line of series yesterday titled Divine Timing. This is very, very important to every one of us. Every one of us have something you're trusting God for. There's a divine timing for it. And my prayer is that you will not miss your divine timing in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Amen. I read Genesis chapter uh, 16, and I'm going to read from here. Um, I will read from verses 1 uh, to 6. Now, Sarah, Abram's wife, bare him no children. And she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold now the Lord. The Lord had restrained me from bearing. The Lord has not restrained you from bearing. Yeah, all our prayer, all our sisters, expectant mothers, everyone trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Your time is now. In the name of Jesus, Amen. God has not restrained you from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarah. And Sarah, Abram's wife, Abram's wife took Hagar and made Egyptians. And uh, after Abram had dwelt 10 years in the land of Canaan and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Can you see that? Now, she was very humble before. Hagar was a very humble servant. But the moment she got pregnant for Abraham, she, she went wild. Now, verse 5 says, And Sarah said unto Abraham, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And, and when, when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. But Abraham said unto Sarah, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleases thee. And when Sarah dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. Let somebody shout a bigger hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are not sleeping this morning, I want you to unmute your devices and shout a bigger hallelujah. 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 Amen. I'm glad Amen. there are people that are awake this morning. If you are sleeping, I want you to wake up and know that it is time for us to hear the word of God. Divine timing. God's valuation of time or year is not the same as we measure it. That means the way God values time, the way God sees time, is different from the way we see time. Now, time only works with man. God is timeless. The time is nothing before God, because he himself is time. So it is we men that walk by time. And so what that tells us is that you might be saying, well, one year is gone. So God is saying, well, it's not even up to a year in my eyes. It's like one day. So 
God's valuation of time is different from the way we value or the way we see time. The Bible tells us something important in the book of Psalm 90. Psalm 90 verse 4. Psalms chapter 90 verse 4. Psalms chapter 90 uh, verse 4. Now, the Bible said, it said, for a thousand years in thy sight, uh, but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Can you see that? A thousand years is like one night passed before God. So if God has promised you that he's going to do something uh, for you uh, in the next two years and two months, you become weary. You become weary in your heart. God is saying, well, it's not yet my own time now. So one of the things God wants to do in this series is to help us understand what, why are people, why is it that people miss God's divine timing? And how can we recognize divine timing? So we'll begin with why first, and then we'll look at the how. Now, if you go back to that story that we read, um, Abraham, of course, many of us are aware by now, God called him at about the age of 75 in Genesis uh, chapter 12. And so God called him and he had a wife. He was already married then. And he was still living in his father's house, in Terah's house. But God called him that he should leave. He has greater things for him. He has greater glory. There's a land he has promised him. And so Abraham left. But they had no child. So they took a uh, lot with them. Um, you know, who was uh, Abraham's uh, brother's son. Now, where we are going is this, is that in the, in the period of time, God told Abraham in chapter 12, verse 12, chapter 13, you know, he goes on to tell him that I'm going to bless you. You will have your own child. God has given him the promise. I'm sure Abraham also brought the same promises to his wife. But again, um, um, a man may be, may be patient in that direction, but a woman can be very patient when it comes to a childbearing. And that's because oftentimes women consider age. But we have seen in the Bible, and we have also seen even a contemporary day, uh, we heard of uh, a woman in the, is it an RCC Gina, uh, who was 66, and she gave birth to twins. 66, and that was her first child. 66 years of age. There was another one of 70, I believe I had in Living Faith recently too. 70 years of age, still giving that. So even what we saw in the scripture, so for our sisters, please let your mind be at peace. Yes, I know you might be concerned about age. If you trust God, God is the one who owns your age. Yeah, doctors may tell you my menopause, science, and all of that. I mean, menopause, of course, is just... Uh, it's just man's way of interpreting the human, the woman's body. But that is not the same with the God who created the body. God who created the organs in you has power to turn anything around. And that was what God wanted to prove to Abraham and also to Sarah. By then, their name has not been changed. But in the fullness of time, she became weary. She in particular. She became so worried. Um, you know, and then she went to her husband with an idea. Uh, and told the husband, the idea is this, uh, since God has, has returned me now, don't give yourself name that God did not call you. In God's agenda for Sarah, God did not call her barren. God did not say she's not going to bear her own child. 
But because God wanted her to know that I am God, there's nothing too hard for me. Yes, you are old. If I, she said, when God, when God visited them, and she laughed, when God put her, by this time next year, she said, <laughs> she said, he said, he said, she's old. And our Lord, our husband too, is also old. They still have pleasure, even at their old age. Can you see? So that means you can tell, it tells you the, 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 the state of their heart. And now, but God is simply saying to them, God, I can do it. And that's what God is telling you this morning. There's nothing too hard for him. Don't write yourself off. Don't give yourself name. Don't the name that God did not give to you, don't begin to call yourself. You are not a dollar. You are not uh, you are not a poor person. You are not uh, you are not barren. Uh, you are you are a wonderful person. You are a child of the living God. You are not a failure. Don't call yourself negative name. Don't call your children negative name. Don't call your husband negative name. Don't call your wife negative name. God did not call Sarah that she's barren. She's the one saying it to herself. And so the story was that. And so Abraham too agreed, probably by compassion. Or he loved his wife, of course. He wanted to make her happy. And so he agreed. And the long story was that a guy, the Egyptian lady, became pregnant and carried a son for Abraham. Now, Sarah thought that would be a way out, but that created a problem for her, and the problem started with her. And then the lady, of course, I mean, if there are two women in the house, and then, you know, one got pregnant, the one did not go, man, it is, not, it is common sense. The one that got pregnant is going to be, is going to be the boss. And so now we can see, and then so even Sarah herself began to, uh, even began to experience the consequences of her wrong action. Uh, and then, you know, she was driven away. Now, but the question is this, God's divine timing speaks of God's agenda to accomplish his purpose on earth. God told Abraham in the book of Genesis chapter 15, verse 13, and he said, and I want somebody else, uh, to quickly read Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, Genesis 15, verse 13. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them for how many years? 400 years. That was the God's timing. But did they, did, were they, how long did they spend? They spent over 400, 430 years or so. So can you see? So God had his own time for everything. God said 400 years to Abraham, even though Abraham was not alive at that time. But then you could see. So it's like God telling you, you don't have a child right now. God is saying, your children shall be great in the future. They shall dwell in this nation for so, so, so and so years. They shall become great. They shall rule in the land. And you, you are saying, but I don't have a child. God wants you to believe him. If God says it, he will bring it to pass. Who is in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6? Hosea chapter Hosea 4, verse 4, 1, verse 6. Verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Go ahead. Okay. My no, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Praise the Lord. We will not forget the love of the Lord 
and God will not forget our children in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. yes. So now, why quickly? Why now from this example? Why? Why are why do people miss divine timing? Single brothers in the house, single sisters in the house. I wanted to pay very close attention. Why? One of the reasons, as we have seen here, is impatience from the case of Abraham and Sarah. People are not patient enough. Impatient. I want you to be patient to wait for the promises of God for your life. I may not know you, but God knows me. Wait for the promise of God is the best for you. Don't go and seek alternative. Don't go and seek alternative. They tell you there's one Babalao, there's one Imam, there's one there, this is somewhere. If you just appear before and stretch the sound like this, and then you become pregnant. Be careful. Be very careful. Wait for God's timing. Children come from God. Promotion comes from God. Husband, wife comes from God. Good things of life comes from God. Wait for God. And it will bring impatience. Some people are not patient. That's why they miss divine timing. You will not miss divine timing. Why? What other reason? Ignorance, like we have read. Number two reason why people miss divine timing for their lives is that they are ignorant of what God has said concerning that situation. May I ask you, you are that thing you are going to write now. What is God saying? Have you sought the face of the Lord? What, has God given you a promise? If he has said something concerning it, hold on to it. If God has not said anything, you need to seek him until you hear from him. Ignorance. God ordained that Israel would be uh, you know, Egypt for 400 years, but then they spend more than that. God ordained that 40 days. 40 days in the wilderness, they pass and enter. How many years? 40 years. Can you see? So ignorance in the case of the Babylonian, when they were also in, the, in Babylon, God had spoken it through the mouth of Jeremiah. 70 years, that's when the desolation will come to an end. And God opened the eyes of Daniel, and Daniel discovered it. But did they come at that 70 years? So what is it that you're ignorant of? Instead of murmuring and complaining and wearing more full loads and, you know, doing like if uh, God did not love you, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. Ignorance. Ask God, what is that you saying concerning this situation? And lastly, for now, why are people, why do people miss divine timing for their lives? When people begin to seek alternatives, when people begin to seek alternatives, you can see impatience, ignorance, seeking alternatives. Oh, they tell you, you are waiting for that job. You can't have that job. You can have it in Jesus' name. You are waiting for the child. You can't have it. It's a lie. You will have the children in the name of Jesus. Mm. You see, don't seek alternatives. Sisters, don't let somebody tell you, oh, you are of age. You do you know how old you are? All your friends got married at 25. You, you are almost 30 now. Tell them, I'm waiting for God's time. And in God's perfect time, my own will be more glorious. Don't let the devil tell you you are getting old. Wait on God. Don't seek alternative. You have been waiting for God to settle you, whether as a brother or as a sister. Wait. He will bring it to pass in his own time. 
Wait for the time of God. Don't seek alternative. Don't let them tell you that this brother is, is a drunkard, but he reads Bible once in a while and he smokes too. Uh, he's looking for a wife. I just thought about you. Uh, I think you might fit in. I reject that in Jesus' name. That's not your portion. After you have waited for many years, you will, God's will will come to pass in your life in Jesus' name. I want you to bow down your head wherever you may be this morning and talk to God. You have heard the word of God, divine timing. Abraham and Sarah, they were impatient. They began to seek alternative. I want you to first appreciate God. You are going to unmute your device and say, Mighty God, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. Go mm -hmm. ahead and make that your prayer. Mighty God, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. I give you the glory, I give you the honor, I give you the praise, I give you the adoration. Awesome Lord, powerful God, I give you praise. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Now, you are going to pray this prayer. I'm going to call out this prayer point. Now, you are going to pray and talk to God this morning. I'll call out the three prayer points and, and then add your prayer. You can mute your device. Now, and don't make sure you are praying the prayer. Your prayer point number one. Father, please open my eye to understand your plans for my life. Anything that I'm ignorant of, please, today, open my eyes. Your prayer point number one. Prayer point number two. Every spirit of impatience, I command you to leave my life. I will be patient to obtain God's promises for my life. That's your prayer point number two. Every spirit of impatience, go. I, you don't belong to me. Number three, I refuse to go for alternatives. I will wait for God's plan. I refuse to go for alternatives. I will wait for God's plan. I refuse to go for alternatives. I will wait for God's plan for my life. Now, and then add your own personal prayer. Now, go ahead and begin to pray. Make sure you mute your devices and you are praying. You are praying in the next few minutes. If the prayer point is yours now to pray. You are here this morning. You are not born again. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. There's someone who loves you, who cares for you. Uh, you might think people don't love you. There are here. Yeah, people may not love you, but Jesus loves you. If you surrender your life to him, he will bring his perfect plans to pass in your life. You are not born again. I want to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, show me your perfect plan and bring it to pass. I receive grace to be patient this morning. I receive grace to remain to walk before you and be perfect. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer this morning. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Now, go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. You have one more minute. One more minute. Make sure you are praying. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. I want you to stretch forth your hand. Ancient of days, I am that I am. I'm grateful this morning that we all slept and woke up. Thank you for your war you have brought unto us on divine timing. 
Lord Jesus, as we enter day two of this series, I ask this morning, Father, open the eyes of all your children. Open their eyes that they may know your will. They may understand your plans. They may know your perfect timing for their lives, for their families, for their situations, for their businesses, for their career, for their marital settlement, for their finances too. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we open your eyes in Jesus' name. I pray for each one of you in the name of Jesus. You will not seek alternative. You will seek for God. You will seek for God's God's promises for your life. You will wait for it in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, every alternative from the pit of hell, I cancel by the blood of Jesus. You will fulfill God's plan in Jesus' mighty name. We are afraid. Amen.